I don't like to boast. They like hot butter on the breakfast toast. Watching flicks, talking chicks. I like to mow the boat. Can River Man make it your check? Nope. So look at all these movies I got. Commenting like, mmm, should we watch them or not? I know they just be acting for cash. But I still got one question to ask. Like, why'd he do that? Do that? Do that? If that was me, I'd be like, screw that. Screw that. Screw that. I'm an alpha. I'd eat through that. Through that, through that, mmm. So why'd he do that? Do that, do that. Mm. What's up, gang? BTM, Zach, Aaron. We're back for round three of the October exploitation. What's up, baby? Zach, tell them what we're doing now. What were you doing, uh, Frankenstein? Frankenstein. Remember Frankenstein on Big Daddy? No, I'm thinking of uh, Grandma's Boy, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Oh yeah. yeah, fucking Dolph Lundgren. He plays Frankenstein. What? Fucking Dolph Lundgren. He plays the Frankenstein, right? I don't. I don't think so. Looks like fucking Frankenstein. He kind of does. Let's roll into it in three, two, one, play. You know what they should have done? They should have made a fucking uh, comedy spinoff like the Dracula one called Al Frankenstein. It could be Al Franken going around hover handing some titties, taking pictures of it. Al Franken. I find him kind of insufferable. I want to fuck him. And the Stuart Smalley uh, get up. It's not. Remember Stuart Saved His Family? We brought that up before. Hell yeah. It's a movie that never was. I, I used to watch it as a trailer to some VHS, and I never saw the movie everywhere. In the wild, at for rental, anywhere. I remember I saw the VHS at the video store a couple times. I never got it. Yeah, I never saw it, but uh, yeah, I, it's nothing personal against him. I just every time I hear him talk, I don't think he's funny, um, and he comes off more of a politician type than a comedian. I know he's both, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really care for him. And plus, he's a hardcore liberal. I don't like a hardcore anything. Hardcore anything kind of gets on my nerves, and that's the way he always comes off. I think he was just on Conan actually, and I watched uh, that interview. What you define as a hardcore liberal is fucking that's beta shit. Well, he was on Conan, and he was now, like a year and a half later, addressing all that booby stuff, right? And it got real serious, and he was talking about all those allegations and why he stepped down. I'm like, because you got cut up in that fucking hurricane of shit that was going on last year. Oh, yeah. They thought, oh, you, you stepped down, and then Trump will just give up being president. That worked out. It's letting up, though. I mean, it, it, it last year was the big one. It's There's people that are getting away with more shit now and less people are caring about these things that are trying to come up and surface, you know, I knew it would James Rolfe. He directed this James. Well, monster madness just started. Oh yeah. Did you, or, uh, did you fuck that shit? You fuck monster madness. No, well, uh, you know, what's funny is, uh, this is the third movie we're doing and none of them have aired yet. Like this coming, like tomorrow, the fucking Frankenstein one comes out. <laughs> Uh, tomorrow, yeah, you're right, you're right. Or not Frankenstein, tomorrow the Dr. Acula one comes out. Dr. Acula. Dr. Acula. That's probably Mitch Hedberg's worst bad joke. It is. Like, I mean, I get it, that's kind of his shtick. I tell tor- terrible jokes, and they're so bad, they're funny, but that one's borderline just not bad. It's just bad. I don't know. <laughs> it, it has the one, that one had me scratching my head for a moment. Like, what? Huh? Really? <laughs> Well, I mean, like, I, I couldn't believe that was the punchline. I'm like, 
Really? Dude, Johnny Depp. Yeah. What the fuck's he doing there? Hey, you know what's funny? Speaking of Johnny Depp and old fucking... Sh- well, I know Ed Wood isn't like on this caliber or anything like that, but I never saw the movie Ed Wood. Did you? I did. He had a big ass dick. Now, is it as good as most people say? Um, I uh, I, I want to go back and watch it. I really want to watch it because I never uh, think it was decent. At least on paper, I should like it because it sounds like that was the last movie, like the last classic Tim Burton movie made. You know, oh yeah, and then like the last movie, kind of in the mid nineties before he went all fucking Disney. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and plus it's got doesn't it have Bill Murray and at least in a small part too. Um, uh, maybe. Yeah, I saw that I in IMDb. So. so I need to watch that. It's been on my list forever. Actually, I'll put it in my letterboxed. My letterbox. I really want to get that midsummer uh fucking uh director's cut, but you can only get it on fucking Amazon or uh fucking uh Apple Plus, and I don't have a fucking Apple Plus app to stream it from. It'll eventually uh someone'll find a way to somehow rip it, don't you think? Yeah, no one has yet. It's been out for like fucking week. Mm, is it uh is it actually out on physical release though or is it just on vod right now uh it, apparently it's fucking exclusive to just apple plus i bet you that's temporary yeah i bet you they'll release like another version at some point better fucking hurry up i want to watch it I, i've i've only heard like that it's fucking long as shit not necessarily in a good way though because you listen to fucking beta boys Beta boy cocks. For the record, Zach said the he agreed with me uh, <laughs> off the air, but oh, that's yeah. all I've heard though. I, I haven't no, heard really. No, I said you said. Have you heard good things? And I said that's all I've heard. So I did what? agree with you. Oh, you meant as in all you've heard good things? No, I've just heard a lot of it's just long, like yeah, as if it's because they're betas and they can't take that cock. They would be fucking crying if I was fucking them. Implying that it was edited for a reason. Um... Yeah, dude. Yeah, this letterbox thing is coming in handy. Like, it really is. I don't know why it took me so long to jump on board. I'm putting it on my watch list. Yeah, because you're a fuckboy. That's why. Because I, I fucking forget about shit, man. I've been watching... Well, I don't know. It Technically, as of this recording, we're cheating. It's October 1st, but, you know, everybody's doing that 31 days of Halloween, and everybody <laughs> makes the pledge. You know what? I, I was editing uh, Dr. Acula commentary today, and I realized in that commentary, we say, oh, yeah, fucking, uh, oh, man, what's his name? I, Sid Haig. He, uh, he's in the hospital. He's still alive, though. Oh, fuck. We said that. <laughs> okay, so Oops. we dox ourselves, yeah. You know that it's not live anymore. Uh, Jake's up. We, we, we went all these years. They thinking it was live. They just now found out. No. It was real fast. It, to our credit, it was real fast. It's like one second he was sick, then the, literally the next second he's fucking dead. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I can't, you know, can't predict that stuff. R.I.P. I think we said it on the last one, though. Yeah, we we said R.I.P. to that. What do you think that hunchback on his back is uh, filled with? I, I like to think it's uh, filled with sauerkraut. Oh, it literally could be a pillow. Mm-hmm. You see, that's what's good about it. You never need a pillow. Yeah, that's a good point. Anyway, what I was going to say before the Sid Haig thing, uh, you know, most people are making that pledge to do 31 days of Halloween, watch a flick every day of the month. Are you, do you ever attempt that? And are you going to attempt that? And like I said, as of this recording, we're cheating. Have you gotten started already? I don't really ever decide like, oh, I'm going to watch one movie every, uh, you know, day of the month. I just fucking, when I'm in the mood to watch one, I fucking watch it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what month it is, huh? 
Nobody ever fucking actually does that either. Like, I mean, you see those pictures on social media. Like, here's my stack. This is what I'm going to watch this month. Here's my and nobody ever gets through it. I yeah. mean, you know, you know, you should never pre-plan anything because it's like uh, in the moment you might not feel like watching that movie. And it, then it becomes arbitrary and it becomes like work, right? Yeah. Yeah, I hate that. I used to I used to feel like that when. Um, well, I, I'm trying to think. I think I used to be more conscious. Okay, so it wasn't about commentaries. I'm thinking of The Fucking Walking Dead back when we used to do that podcast when that show was relevant. Uh, I It became arbitrary, and I fucking dreaded it. I'm like, I have to fucking sit down. I got to watch this shit, and I have to be prepared. And I respect people that do their commentaries or their podcasts like that where they do all their homework. But I I know for a fact if I was strict about really watching everything and getting everything down pat before we started our show i would fucking burn out fast because and i and, and i would not want to watch movies anymore like i it would you know that's what i hear about people that do a lot of reviewing or whether they review games or movies or shit like that they can't separate it anymore those people hate playing video games in their spare time because that's all they do for work right and they do it for work because they're combing through everything to 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 build together a fucking you know review of it um so and i and i used to do that when we used to run a website you know i now it's kind of archaic now but i fucking hated life for a while because i was watching a lot of shit just so i can fill up the page with content and um it just wasn't fun anymore and that's why i also don't necessarily like doing interviews anymore because you know the first couple of those you do it's like oh cool i get to talk to this person and ask them some cool questions and i'm really into this person but then afterwards, it's like, fuck, man, they're just people, and it's just work. I got to sit there and write this shit out and prep for it, and it's like, ugh. you know, it's not the same as sitting down and having an a, an organic conversation, like, over lunch. Mm-hmm. You know? Or a fucking dog, really. Hey, you know what I was thinking about? You know, I, I've made fun of it before on the show. I don't understand the whole cameo thing, but I think, Zach, I think you should start a cameo. And you get like you get all you get all of two people. Oh <laughs> <to>, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it'll go south fast though. Like you won't get any hits and then you'll get desperate, then somebody will be like, Hey, take your cock out and stroke it and then you'll start it'll become a sexing thing. Like what the fuck is going on here? Oh yeah. Uh, but I wonder that would be funny. That'd be funny if you could get them to do that. Like, oh yeah, fucking David Hater, uh, do the snake voice and stroke your dick. And right when you come, say, oh, Zach, ah, ah. it'll be amazing. Uh, kept you coming. Kept you hard, huh? I don't know. Or, yeah, uh, fucking Otacon. Say, uh, fucking, <laughs> you know, you could just have a field day with it. I wonder what the limitations are. I mean, there has to be something. I wonder what it looks like on the interface. Like, okay, uh, Hugh Jackman, I want you to say to my buddy, Troy, Troy, you're going to fucking take this big Hugh Jackman cock in your ass. You know, is there something that's going to like uh, pre screen it? Like, no, no language, no, nothing like this. Or I wonder if the celebrities see everything. Well, I'm sure if they're a certain level of celebrity, I'm pretty sure they have a handler and an a, or some, a manager that looks through all that shit. I'm pretty sure. They have that. They probably don't need a cameo. Yeah, I agree. But I, I'm basically wondering if somebody like Andy Dick, who's fucking perfect for cameo, right? He's right at that level. Is he going to see everything? Does he screen it himself? I'm like, I'm not going to say that. What would he uh, fucking object to? It's Andy Dick. Yeah, I guess you're right. Is Tom Green on that shit? Probably. I don't know, yeah. 
Should be. Fucking tell him to make a Freddy Got Finger 2. Yeah, I'm sure he hears that a lot from the 50 people that see his stand-up. <laughs> Didn't he get... Uh, what show was he on? Didn't he get some kind of hosting gig that was pretty good for him as far as... Maybe it was like a temp host or something. Let me see what it is. Uh, I remember I heard that the Tom Green show was coming back again. There was something. Let me see. That was. It sounded like a pretty good... Um, the fuck is it? Oh, it's he. He's uh. I don't know if it's a temporary thing or if it's permanent, but he took over the Larry King show. Isn't that weird? What? Larry King is he's still alive? Yeah, he's got a YouTube show, right? It's oh, sorry, not YouTube, Netflix. He's got a Netflix show, and I actually kind of dig it. I, I'd rather do that than because it. You know, it just gets straight to the interview, and it's in his it's in his house. He films it out of his home, and it's pretty cool. And it just gets straight to the interview, and you don't have to deal with all that news bullshit. I thought, I thought that was like I thought that was the guy from Chicago. Huh? Larry King's the fucking the, the doofy guy with the like. I, I think I'm thinking of a different Larry King. Then are you thinking Don King? Maybe I don't fucking know. Larry King's the guy with the glasses, suspenders, right? Old guy, oh, older well. than dirt. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty cool though. Uh, on his Netflix show, he gets he gets guests that I don't think he would have gotten on CNN. Like it goes, yeah, because they're fake news. CNN, fucking fake news. They are. He he interviewed Corey Taylor on there, which was really weird. In Slipknot Get Up, it was fucking weird. That'd be um, dog. But yeah, anywho, uh, so on the whole topic of watching movies and it becoming work and all that shit, I like to go into shit blind. Um, uh, and that way, I still enjoy doing it. Okay, I thought you were talking about the other guy that has a Netflix show, and it's called My Next Guest Is, or something like that's that. D- that's David Letterman, man. Yeah. That ain't even close. Larry that's another King, old that guy. That is the same guy. It is the guy I was thinking of. He is an ugly motherfucker. I've never watched the Larry... K- uh, sorry, the now you got me doing it. The David Letterman show, which is odd, because I really like David Letterman. And uh, just another... Did you suck his dick? No, it's all right. I'm good. Uh <laughs> I bet you I could fit my dick between the gap in his teeth. Hell like yeah. Floss. I'm, watching, I'm looking at this picture of Larry King, like, fucking slouched yep. over. And he looks like one of the fucking hunchbacks from, like, Castlevania with a, with blue suspenders on. Yeah. Ah, I've been I've been in the mood to play some uh, Castlevania. Uh, one of these days, very soon, I will play, I will finally get through Symphony of the Night. And then your mind will be blown, like, holy shit, this is the greatest game I've ever played. Why have I kept this out of my life? Like I said, I've I've played it a few times and I've gotten like an hour into it, you know, something like that. And I always get sidetracked and I never actually go the distance with it. But since I played Castlevania Symphony of the Night, that was my first Metroidvania uh, Castlevania game. But uh, since then, I played. Did you ever play any of the Game Boy Advance or DS ones? Yeah, fucking uh, both of the advanced games. Uh, I think, oh man, I think there was three advanced games and three DS games. I played two of them then. Aria Sorrow is the shit. I love that game. Not uh, as good as Symphony. But you know what? Let's just assume Symphony is going to be my number one once I actually get through it. Because that seems to be the general consensus. Like nothing's going to top it. Dude, Aria has to be number two. Because I fucking love that game. Mm-hmm. And, pl- and plus it's kind of Halloween-y, you know? Halloweeny. Halloweeny. 
Speaking of Halloween, you like uh, what kind of music you like to put on during? I always have like every once in a while you got those bands. It's like oh, I I don't typically listen to this, but around Halloween, uh, okay. Like I remember Typo Negative. Yeah, that's the only time I can ever fucking stomach that band. I love Typo Negative. Uh, <laughs> you says the guy that listens to him at least once a year. Jeez. <laughs> no, they and they have they have those. Um, there's 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 tracks that aren't necessarily about that stuff, but they have like the organs and shit that almost sound like monsters ish uh, stuff on October Rust and Bloody Kisses, especially that gave you that vibe. And it doesn't hurt that he fucking sounds like Count Dracula. Trick or treat. He even like does that shit. And he's from Brooklyn. He's fucking bootleg Danzig. He he does well. The thing is, is he does do he does the howl like Danzig, you know? Whoa! But the thing is, is I don't think that's influenced from Danzig. It's just it's just going back to Jim Morrison. Danzig is bootleg Elvis. Well, Danzig is bootleg Roy Orbison, Elvis, and even like Jim Morrison. Uh, Jim Morrison started that weird howl thing, and I think that's all it is is a shared influence there. Um, Did you ever listen to uh, the Sam Hain, uh, the fourth one that was just like a bunch of demos and they had like an early version of Twisted Kane on there? Uh, yeah, I, I checked it on YouTube. It's not available anywhere else, right? I had to listen to it on YouTube. It was, I think. Uh, he came out in the box set of Sam Hain. Okay. Did they call it Sam Hain or Salwin? Did he actually pronounce it right? I've never heard it pronounced, so I don't know. There's a song where they see where he pronounces it Salwin, so maybe they called it Salwin. I don't know. I remember seeing a fucking uh, Glenn Danzig sound, seems like an asshole. I remember seeing an interview with him where he's all like, it was like after the Misfits were breaking up and like uh, maybe like the first uh, Sam Hain or the second one, the EP. And uh, he's just, he's talking to this chick and he's having a good old time. And she's like, uh, Danzig, Glenn, did you really kill Marilyn Monroe? And he's, like, he's like laughing. He's like almost flirting with her and having a good time. And then his buddies show up and like, hey, yo, fucking Danzig, let's get out of here. And he just turns into an asshole just like a drop of a hat he's like yeah let's get the fuck out of here she's like oh dancing one more question she's like what she's like uh uh well have a good show tonight he's like i will he fucking walks off (laughs) too much uh testosterone in the room at once when they all came in it he's always come off like that intimidating interview and but i think he's got small man syndrome Mm -hmm. that's what it reeked of yeah you seen that video the famous video with the north side kings dude that knocked his ass out Uh, i didn't see that You've never seen that? That was like MySpace shit. MySpace days. Early days of YouTube. Like, probably 2004, 2005. And, yeah, dude. uh, Basically, I think this band called the Northside Kings. I had never heard of them before this. But they were playing some, like, festival date or something that, that was going on in maybe, like, Colorado that Danzig was headlining. And, basically, they were the kind of band that packs all the shit up in a van. Right. And they pay for everything out of pocket. They're a small time band and they made the commute. They drove all the way, like really far to play this gig. And then Danzig was being a diva and he he did some kind of diva move where it caused them to have to kick off this band off the bill. And it was something that was totally preventable. It was something he was doing, some kind of diva bullshit uh, about times. Right. <laughs> and uh Yeah. They they fucking and so as soon as this band got there, it's like I want to go on two hours earlier. I fucking I gotta do my pump at night. 
It was something like that where he was being unprofessional and, and costing, you know, at the sake of somebody else's dime. And but they made this commute, and when and they didn't even know about it till they got there because he pulled this shit like right before the show. Um, and the organizers are probably flipping shit because it's like, well, we fucking, you know, the, the the headliner of the events probably got him by the balls. Like, what do we do? It's like, we can't. I need a gym uh, within five feet of me at all times in their fucking uh, dressing room. It needs to be the gym. I think that's what it was. The video is online, though. And you can still find it about the altercation. And <laughs> it just it just starts up as they're already fighting, you know, it's kind of like yelling at each other. <laughs> and, and Danzig's like covered in sweat. His shirt's like doused in his hairs like soaking yeah, wet they walked in on him in their fucking dressing room well after he turned into a fucking gym and they were pissed <laughs> yeah uh, yeah that's what it's funny to think that but it's probably i'm sure after the show he doused himself with water or something but anyway the, the video cuts to them arguing and they got like posses around them danzig's got this fucking entourage around him which empowers his small man syndrome <laughs> and you know a bunch of yes men and he gets up in this guy's face who's way bigger than he is. <laughs> and, like, the second he uh, crosses this guy's personal space and, oh, you know, get dude, he fucking just clocks him and he knocks his ass out in one punch. Like, he's he's knocked out mid-fall. And it's so fucking funny. And I don't know how he ever lived that down. but uh, Is that the kind of thing that would ruin the Misfits or the Danzig albums for you? Or would you like him more? Like, I beat that guy's ass once. I think he's a pussy. Like I said, he reeks of small man syndrome. He's an asshole for no fucking reason. But at the same time, I think when he's probably in an all right mood, he's going to look pissed off just because that's the way he is. He's always kind of got that demeanor about him. Uh, but it's it's really tough. I kind of get the I kind of get the vibe that he's only probably really friendly and nice to industry fucks. You know, the people like musicians and stuff. Yeah. People that have a, a PlayStation for them to for him to I, play in their crack house. Did his crack house ever sell? <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! I can't believe. I mean, it's kind of punk rock that he let those pictures go up on like <laughs> the, the home websites, right? For you to shop around, and you're you're go like this home's for sale, fixer upper, and you're going through the fucking uh, pictures of his home. He didn't bother to clean up shit. It looks like a crack house, and one of the bedrooms had, like, stains all over the carpet. It was empty. It was just a room to dump garbage in, and there was, like, a PlayStation busted his shit on the floor. He's probably like, you want that Danzig uh, dirt. That's what's going to sell it. Well, and he didn't keep up with the property. I saw the outside, too, and it just gone to shit, man. Like, dead plants, fucking yard was trash. I mean... Yeah, well, like, you expect him to garden? That's not fucking punk. And he bought that house in LA off of the residuals that he got from the garage Inc Metallica covers record because they covered, uh, let's see. Die, die, my darling green hell last caress. I think that's the only three. So he got, you know, three songwriting residuals for an album that sold like fucking 6 million copies. And he bought the house based off that mm-hmm. and, uh, then let it go to shit. I guess, the, I guess he didn't have enough money after that to, to get like, you know, caretaking and, and, and a maid. I don't oh, yeah. fucking know. And a gardener. But it's weird. Doyle Von Frankenstein, you know, he was in the news, what, a couple of months ago because he was talking about the music industry. You know, everybody always asks that age old question. Lars was right. You know, that bullshit. Spotify streaming ugh, artists. And it's usually the older artists that, that bicker about it. You know, uh, I think newer artists who kind of come up 
they adapt to it because they're already in it. You know, they adapt to the streaming and the way it is now. But uh, those guys that used to make money another way, they're a bit jaded by it. Anyway, they asked him this question, and he was an asshole. He's like, I fucking got to do meet and greets because of that bullshit. You know, they sell these VIP packages now, right? All these big bands are sort of supplementing that lost mm-hmm. income doing that. And he's like, you think I want to fucking meet you? I don't want to meet fans. I don't want to meet them. And I'm like, See, that's the thing you think, but you don't say a lot. Yeah, and he said it. He's like, I don't want to fucking do it. He's Dude, Doyle Von Frankenstein's just like Danzig. He's a fucking asshole. He seems, he's straight face all the time. He always seems like an asshole. And the only interview I've ever watched him in where he didn't come off like a total asshole is when he was interviewing this little kid, or sorry, this little kid was interviewing. There's this YouTube channel that's blown up called Little Punk People, and it's this little kid named Elliot. You know, his dad fucking gets him all his interviews or whatever. And it's just like this cute little kid's been doing it for a few years. Anyway, he is showing a little bit of restraint with him, but you can tell I've ever seen him. I've seen multiple interviews with him. I don't think I've ever seen him be a dick. It's weird. Dude, he's always got that resting bitch face, dude. And he always gives up. He's the king of one word answers. Like he never looks like he wants to be there. He's just not a people person. (laughs) Anyway, you should watch this one with this kid. He's really trying, but you could tell like, I don't want to be here. Can we wrap this up? But he's really showing restraint. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a video interview with Jerry only, though. I imagine he's probably the best of the three. But, you know, they're all Jersey guys, dude. I mean, Jersey, New York, all that stuff. That's kind of the attitude a lot of those people have, especially the older school. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that band uh, Ghost. They're a band. that like, oh, Halloween. Yeah. See, I, uh, I uh, like, around, uh, when did their last CD come out? Like, when that happened, I, I'd never heard any of it. But Last I've always year. heard, like, oh, yeah, they're so great. You got to check them out. I went through, like, a month or two where I was just fucking listening to their discography all the time. And, man, with the exception of, like, five songs, I can't get into them. Yeah. Um, well, now, they're a case of a, of a band that uh, when they first came out that first couple of years, Everybody fucking was stroking their dicks. All the media and the press. I think they've gotten better. I don't see how people loved them when they first came out, when they were the worst. Yeah, yeah. So it, they're, they're a case of that where everybody fucking stroked their dicks. All the media press, outlets, all that stuff, and the fucking music community. Everybody was fucking sporting ghost shirts and fucking sucking their dicks online. And then, you know, four albums in, they've gotten really popular all of a sudden. Like... Like really pop, pop. I, they they played. Uh, I saw them on this last tour on this new album. They played Comerica Theater. I was like fucking th- at least three four thousand people. That's pretty big, you know. And they and they didn't have an opener either. And you know I think their that last album was like a fucking number two or number three fucking album debut. Like what the fuck a band like that. And uh, now everybody fucking hates them. And now they're kind of the butt of a lot of like forum and thread jokes. You know, like goes to shit. I'm like, yeah, I agree with you. I'm like, what? Uh, their production's gotten better. Their sound is more or less the same. I mean, there's different influences with each album. Like, but yeah, it's just a case of look now the band that you and everybody in your neighborhood loved. Now everybody in your fucking state loves, and that's not hip to you. That's lame, fucking shit. I hate fans. Let's kill that's, them all. That's all it is. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. They're just, I, I don't know. I, I love fucking Deftones, man. And they've got a lot of fans. Am I supposed to hate them? Yeah. Fucking stupid. So 
I went through a small period of like that when I was a kid. But yeah, I was a juvenile. Me and Todd, me and Riverman, we went through a very, very, very small. Oh yeah, you got pissed off when uh, his girlfriend uh, listened to Tool. Yeah, and and Alice in Chains and stuff like that. Because when we were like freshmen's eighth, ninth grade, that was this weird little period of like three, four years where grunge music was dead because it was all about new metal, right? Mm-hmm. So literally, uh, you know, when we're seventh, eighth, ninth grade, that's kind of the age where you're really starting to get into bands, right? And discover music. And naturally, you're going to discover, at least for me, at the age I was, you're going to discover the corns and all that shit that was exploding at the time that you're also coming of age. Uh, and we literally never really fucking saw an Alice in Chains shirt. You don't see Nirvana shirts. It just seems like that was a blip, at least in our school. Maybe I would have saw that if I would have like hung out at the mall and saw college kids and shit. But anyway, so I was into that stuff. I was discovering Soundgarden and AIC and Pearl, even Pearl Jam and stuff like that. And nobody else liked it. And I felt like, oh yeah, these are ours, you know? And I, I liked Slayer. I liked Testament. And I liked those old thrash bands and those uh, some of those old death metal bands. That wasn't being sported around school either. So Riverman and I were like that. We were kind of elitist for like a semester. And then we just kind of let it go. It's like, that's stupid. We want everybody to like this shit. Why would you not want to share, you know, the, the, the music you like or you think you've discovered with people that don't know any better? Mm-hmm. But You think he's smoking that dank shit in that pipe? He just sat down. Oh, yeah, this is a movie, huh? Mm-hmm. Hey, Riverman just texted me. That's kind of weird. It's like I summoned him. What does he say? He says, I really want to see that Joker movie for some reason. Like uh, He's one of those incels that are going to fucking get violent with the movies. You see that? <laughs> yeah, it looks so stupid. <laughs> it's Listen, listen. Okay. I don't think th- Warner Brothers made a statement. They had to make a statement and stuff to to comfort everybody or apologize or whatever they did. I everybody's reacting because of what happened in Aurora because somebody shot up a theater because they were happening. They just so happened to be watching At the Batman movie. Wasn't that years ago? It was the Bane one. It was the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. So that's one of the bigger, one of the more uh, uh, media covered mass shootings in the last like what decade. So. Just because it's a similar, I guess there's a connection there. First of all, this movie doesn't look like it has like all the fucking guns in the world. Yeah, what the? It fuck? just looks like it looks like a very small movie about a guy that you know loses his shit. But we don't know what's going to happen. And there was that interview with Joaquin Phoenix where somebody asked him that. Did you see that? I didn't see it, but I heard about it. That's what started it. Some some guy fucking in the middle of this questioning asked him about the responsibility and he thinks the potential backlash and the in the potential for violence, you know, uh, invoked by this film, provoked by the film. He should have yelled at them like, what the fuck? Like, he, there's no evidence that this shit causes people to be violent. He dipshit. And why? And, and, they, and they were only targeting that movie because of the Batman connection. But even the Batman connection, the old Batman movie, it hadn't. It, it was fucking weird. Like, why this movie? It's like you think, uh, somebody's at the Rockstar headquarters. They're like, uh, you guys feel bad about all these school shootings, though? I mean, it's your fault. You made Grand Theft Auto. It, it just, it, it's, you'd think by their weird-ass logic, they should be going against the Rambo movie or something, where there is a guy that's fucking killing a bunch of Mexicans, right? Well, they were, weren't they? <laughs> uh, well, they were. they were criticizing it for being like, a Trump delusional fantasy, uh, wet dream and, and just racist. Right. Even though that's bullshit. I saw it. I fucking love Rambo, but 
nobody was talking about it's gonna it's gonna make people want to fucking grab a gun and shoot people it that wasn't come up but joker is different why i don't fucking know it's anybody's i haven't even seen any image of him holding a gun no that's what i'm saying there's nothing it's there's nothing it's it's absolutely silly so yeah joaquin phoenix was absolutely speechless like he was deer in the headlights it makes me want to put on some fucking juggalo paint and start the revolution yeah i think it looks good though i'm gonna check it out oh yeah it, it looks like a Scorsese movie, but it was directed by Todd Phillips, who did like the Hangover flicks, which doesn't fucking make me uh, like I'm not expecting much with him. So he did make one of the greatest movies ever, uh, Road Trip, though, with the great Tom Green, greatest actor ever. Well, this is his first foray into something serious because he's done nothing but those those flicks. He did that. Uh, what's that fucking Robert Downey Jr. That planes, trains, and automobiles rip off with Zach Galifianakis. At one point, he was gonna do the Suspiria remake. I remember. Really? Look, I, I'm he's a filmmaker and I'm sure he's capable of doing another genre. Uh so but this is just his chance to kind of show people that. And it was produced by Scorsese. It's got his influence all over it, even down to casting Robert De Niro in a character that's very reminiscent of like well, there's like some you know, the King of Comedy, like I guess with the Joker's backstory is kind of similarities mm-hmm. yeah. there. But uh I didn't even know De Niro's in it. Yeah, De Niro's in it. I think I think De Niro owns a comedy club. So it's kind of like a role reversal where I'm sure Joe, if they're going off the right story, Joker is like a, a down and out clown slash comedian type, you know? Mm. So uh, it looks intriguing to me. They made an intriguing, they actually made a trailer for once in the last fucking two years where they didn't ruin anything. Cause mm-hmm. trailers always do that. They show you all three acts and you know, like, well, I've seen everything. They show you all the major beats and uh, the Joker movie. No, they did a good trailer where it was minimal and they showed you enough and uh, to get you, you know, intrigued and didn't blow anything. Have people seen it yet? And are they liking it? Uh, well, it comes out for uh, Friday. And yeah, people, the reviews are out and all that shit. And I think plenty enough people have seen it. Yeah, it's getting like really great reviews. But something you- told me like when it was coming out, like this is going to be like uh, the Suicide Squad. People are going to hate this. And then we're going to find out like, oh, the studio made them change a bunch of it. Like for some reason, I was thinking that's where this was no. going. Well, this is totally separate. It's none of that universe building bullshit, right? Because oh, yeah. they got that new, they're going to have Suicide Squad 2. And they got this Harley Quinn suicide spinoff called Birds of Prey. A trailer just came out for that. They're doing all that bullshit. But this, and, and they even got a new Batman coming out that's supposed to be totally different with, uh, what's his face from Edward from Twilight. Good time, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but even this, they said this Joker, they said this is totally standalone separate. We're not doing any of that bullshit. Um, so I'm kind of down with that because I do kind of miss that where it's like Tim Burton movies, Batman 89 and Batman Returns. They weren't connected to any other bullshit. They were just their own fucking things. What if this is connected to Timber? What if this is a prequel and he's playing that fucking Joker? He's he's going to end with him killing Batman's parents. That'd be cool. Even though he was a teenager, I guess. I, I think they implied that that uh, Joker was like a... I, I just watched the... I got the 4K box set and I watched uh, Batman 89 and Returns over the weekend. Uh, So it's fresh in mind, but... Donk. That movie's fun. I love that movie. That movie made me come for the first time. That's cool. I was like 12. No, no. I was like uh, five years old. I camed. You camed? I watched that shit and camed. I've been in a real big movie mood lately. Sometimes I'm not, you know, on that topic of 31 days of Halloween and forcing yourself to watch shit. Uh, I sometimes you just don't feel like it, like you said, but I've been in a movie mood a lot lately. I've watched, uh, try to watch a lot of movies that I haven't seen before, which I tend to lean on what's comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. I don't watch... 
I don't make that much time for movies, and I, I watch a lot of fucking shit that I love and I know I'm going to like. So I've been really trying to do outside of that. I watched that Brian De Palma, Raising Kane. I've, I've, I remember seeing the trailer for it when I was a kid, like all the time on different like VHSs and rentals and stuff. It's on uh, Shudder. Yeah, that's where I watched it. And I finally watched it. Have you ever seen that? Never. It's on my to watch, though. It's um not as good as I wanted it to be, but it's still interesting. It's kind of a weird fucking mind trip. And it's it's wacky, man, because you got John Lithgow with multiple personalities playing a whole bunch of different characters. It's like split before split. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of as did he do split screen in the movie? No. But anyway, Brian De Palma always does split screen. That's crazy. So I gave it my review on Letterboxd, right? And then I, then I, what I like to do is after I give my review, then I go and read some of the other reviews. Like I don't want to read the reviews first because I don't want to feel like it's influencing mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, but I then went. I think I gave it like a a six out of ten, right? Mm-hmm. Three, three, whatever. And uh, but then I started reading everybody else's stuff, and I think my complaints were the general consensus. Um, and it's not a bad movie by any chance. It's worth watching. But most people said that there is a uh, director's cut that came out later. And it's not even, it's not a, it's a total re-edit that I guess De Palma put out or somebody that makes the movie like at le- way better. Mm. Because I do, I do think it's pacing is really weird. And I guess they just shift some shit all around. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting. I want to watch that version. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else I've watched. Fucking Frankenstein. Would you suck Frankenstein's dick? I wonder whose dick it is. Whose dick did he get? Because he's an amalgam of parts, right? Different people. Oh yeah. See, uh, if I was building Frankenstein, I'd make sure I'd give him like John Holmes' dick. Holmes. John Holmes, the porn star. He had a 14-inch fucking cock. Jeez, God. He's gross. Don't kid yourself. If he whipped his dick out right here, you'd be on your hands and knees sucking it. Oh, this is why he's frustrated and angry. They gave him a little dick. Oh, that'd be donk. Come. Have you seen any uh, Frankenstein adaptations? Did you ever see the Kenneth Branagh starring uh, Robert De Niro? I haven't. You know what? You you just outed me. I didn't get a chance to watch this before we recorded this. Oh, yeah? I, oh, well. It's alive! This is the one they show the most in other properties. That scene in Scream where they're at the video store and it's playing in the video store? Donk. Yeah. I got... Uh, not that I'm huge into them, but I, I they had the scream. They had a slasher sale going on. I think it was during Friday the 13th, right? And I bought like a four pack, all the scream movies for. I got that too. It's like nine bucks or something like that. I I I'll, I didn't even know it was that much, but I'm like, ah, what the fuck? I I like the first one enough, and I don't hate any of them. You know, I like the second one too, probably just as much as the first one. I don't think I hate any of them, right? Even if like three is not good, four is yeah, kind of four is four is whatever. It's all right. Four's got that chick in it, though. Yeah, it's got your chick in it. Your butt. I want to suck her dick. <laughs> all right. I would suck her dick. Which reminds me, the the next season of American Horror Story, uh, it's like an eighty slasher. It started. I've been DVRing it. Haven't watched it yet. She's in it though. Yeah, I'd suck her dick. I'll I'll wait till it's all done and on streaming. Mm-hmm. I don't do non-binge television anymore. They got that Breaking Bad movie coming out. Ah, it's exciting. I hope it's good. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to go there. I'm going to take that. I'm going to go watch out my mom. It's going to be donk. It's going to be an event. I did that too. Uh, I got my mom into Breaking Bad. I, uh, 
I like everybody else. Nobody fucking watched Breaking Bad like the first couple of seasons when it was airing. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. Everybody got caught up on Netflix or something. Uh, it all they got they put them all on Netflix and everybody fucking got caught up by season three or four. And everybody was it was the- season three and four were like the best seasons of the show. I think. Yeah, with Gus, they were they were really good. Um, mm-hmm. So it seemed like everybody fucking loved that show out of nowhere. But uh, I had gotten into the first couple of seasons. I was telling my mom, like, you got to fucking watch this shit. And I, I believed in it so much. I went over to their house and I sat down like, let's watch this. And uh, and I started over. I, even though I was watching the same thing, I was watching the show myself. So I had my mm-hmm. own little timeline. Like, maybe I'm on season three, but I'm going to go to my mom's house and I'm going to watch. I'm going to start from the beginning, too, and still watch where I'm at as well at home. And uh, I, when we finally got caught up, probably, I don't remember if it was the second half of season four or five where we were finally all at the same point, but we made it like an event too. I'd go over to my mom's house and watch it with uh, my little brothers and my mom and stuff. And you know, it was really cool. Dog. For some reason she liked sons of anarchy way better. And I just can't bring myself to watch it. Never seen that either. It just, I don't know something about it, but yeah, I can't believe it. Kenneth Branagh for uh, Frankenstein. It's interesting. I, I think a lot of people shit on it. I don't think it's bad at all. I've actually seen it like two or three times in my life. It's got Helena Bonham Carter, which is interesting because it's a movie that Tim Burton didn't direct. Um, is that the one where it looks like uh, fucking uh, Danny DeVito playing Frankenstein? Uh, Robert De Niro is playing him and he's bald. He's got more stitched up face. Like a, he's a different. It's not this classic look, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of an interesting role for Robert De Niro to have played. Uh but Kenneth Branagh, he actually played Dr. Frankenstein in the movie. The first ever movie ever made, actually, was an uh, adaptation of Frankenstein. Yeah, I've heard that. Wasn't this one, though. Yeah. I remember seeing pieces of it, and it, it looked uncomprehensible. Like, how the fuck you fall in this movie? I never I never read the books. Did you ever read any of these? Uh, did you ever read Bram Stoker or Mary Shelley or anything? Uh-uh. Yeah, me neither. I mean, the books, I hear the Mary Shelley books are really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a feeling like it just feels like maybe uh, maybe the book's a lot better. Like maybe, uh, I don't know. i never seen uh, the movie with the Reeves in it either. The Reeves. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, you never saw that? Yeah, for some reason I just fucking mixed it up with fucking Dracula. Uh, they're the same person, same guy. I'm going to have a Francis Ford Coppola uh, exploitation. It's yeah, it's it's good. I I've watched it a couple of times. I kind of want to go back and watch it again. Uh, I don't know how Look, putting Keanu Reeves in serious movies like that doesn't work. Oh, that's the Reeves. He's the greatest actor ever. But I'm saying he I don't know, he just maybe he's gotten better and like John Wick is kind of serious, but it's still kind of an exaggerated type of movie. It's not a very grounded but, Maybe back in those days, though, you watch him in Dracula. He's pretty terrible. Like he's going toe to toe with Gary Oldman, for God's sakes, who's a great fucking actor. And I, I think that just makes him look worse when he's in a movie like Bill and Ted, where he's got Alex Winter doing his best fucking Ted impression. You know, they're kind of on the same level. It's fine. He he was just made for that role. He sounds like a fucking just airhead. Yeah, and I, it's probably the same in The Matrix, too, but I can't sit through The Matrix movies. I saw the first one once when it came out for rental on VHS. Buddy's invited me over to watch it, and I'm like, this isn't the very Reeves? good to me. What? 
Reeves invited you to watch that movie with him? No, my buddies, my buddies. <laughs> yeah, he wanted my approval. So what do oh, you yeah. think? What do you think? What'd you think, though? <laughs> Dude. That's going like, to be an event. I didn't like it, Keanu. That's going to be an event Whoa. when uh, Bill and Ted 3 finally come out. Oh, yeah, I'm going to jizz in my own mouth. I think... I think that has to be a special event. Like maybe, maybe we have to go see it. And maybe even do like a live stream right when we get home. We need to coordinate. That would be dog. We got to do something dog. like that. That's special because it's like we could do a commentary right away, but then it's not going to go up for a few days. We got to be right on the money. We got to do a live stream and then just fucking post that shit. Live stream while we're watching the movie in the theater. Oh yeah, <laughs> that'd be funny. Be the first. But no, that'd be that'd be fun. I think we got to do it for special flicks like that. Oh, yeah. I guess we should probably do that for certain types of movies. Maybe we should start doing that more. I guess we got to do that for fucking Halloween kills and bullshit like that, even though I, I'm not excited for it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go watch them, baby. I'm going to watch them, too, but I, they don't have my excitement. I mean, I'm going to see them guaranteed, but I'm not exactly looking forward to it. I don't know. There's, there's a part of me that gets excited anytime there's a new fucking Jason movie or Freddy or not Freddy. Well, yeah. I mean, there hasn't been a real Freddy movie in a long time. I wouldn't know. But yeah, fucking Michael Myers, all that shit. I was excited to go fucking watch Resurrection, goddammit. And I liked it, too, when I got out of that theater. You're fucked in the head. I, I was a dumb kid. You liked it? I came out of there like, yeah, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. You see it with Mac, and he's like, yeah, man, it was rad. <laughs> Dude. Fucking embarrassing. So, because of that, do you still have a soft spot, nostalgia-wise, that you you know kind of like it? In a way, but uh, yeah, it's it's fucking bad. You know, a movie's really bad when it can't when it cracks the nostalgia barrier, right? Mm. It's like when you grow up in the wild. This fucking shit is terrible. Fuck my memories of this movie. Fuck the fond memories. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, there's a lot of video games that are like that, but yeah, I don't know. Stupid shit. Where's the part where he kills the little kid? Um. Well, they're on water right now. I don't know. It's probably soon. I remember hearing that it's not in the original cut. They cut it out because they thought it was yeah, too far. I don't know if we're going to see that on this. I don't think he does. We don't see him throw her into the water. We It cuts away and implies that he killed her, which mm. just makes him look worse. Because in the original, you could tell that he didn't realize what he was doing was going to hurt her. What if, what if out of the amalgam of parts and bodies, the dead bodies, the people they gave, what if they gave him a molester's cock and he still had those urges? Yeah, fucking his cock had a brain of its own. Yeah, that sounds like a movie. They probably have to give him the molester's brain. That sounds like a fucking movie, doesn't it? Like, I think we, I think they've done that before where limbs were alive or shit. It's like some Metal Gear Solid 4 bullshit. Like, I, I, I got this arm on me that's fucking possessing me. It's got a spirit. What if somebody's cock had a mind of its own? Oh, yeah. What if the Bruno cock that talks got its own movie? Bad Biology. The Frank Hennelotter movie. Okay. And Frank Hennelotter, fucking six degrees, he did Frankenhooker. Oh. Donk. I'm still mad that Riverman fucked me out of my copy of that. Uh, I haven't bought... What? The the, the VHS or the poster or what? No, it was... uh, it was the Blu-ray at the time. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The brand new Synapse at the time, it was new. And it, Riverman was fucking... I don't even give a shit anymore because we don't have a website. I'm not doing that. But Riverman was the prime example of somebody that was abusing the fucking power, right? 
you don't <laughs> get screeners and all that bullshit if you don't review them. Like that's kind of the give and take. That's why people send you free shit, mm-hmm. right? It's it's a it's a you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Riverman and he had his own like extension from the email. I guess he was utilizing it to get all these screeners and shit. He never fucking post dick on no website or any fucking YouTube review. He wasn't even fucking shit. He wasn't even doing like uh, fucking just barely even caring reviews. Like, oh, this one, this fucking Blu-ray no. cures cancer. Buy it. He wasn't even doing like a social media post. He wasn't doing nothing, man. And it's just kind of ridiculous. And I had known about that. And he was te- he'd be like he'd text me or something like, oh, dude, I just got the they sent me the copy of this. I'm like, great, are you gonna review it, man? You gotta like, just gotta stop this shit. And he never would. And then when I went to his house, uh, I think it was when we did that anniversary special where you first called in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's about the time that 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 blu-ray release came out and i went into his closet and he had all these fucking movies from synapse and, and like arrow you know arrows synapse whatever didn't you say they sent him two copies yeah and he got two fucking well he had multiple double copies of shit he had uh he had multiple double copies of shit and he's like yeah he's like i, I get like two copies because they'd send them for me too so he probably he could have just sent you one and you probably would have reviewed it no they were sending one for each of us, right? <laughs> and and, get, and he was fucking selling the other. Oh, no. Which is fucking not for resale is technically illegal. <laughs> but you know what's cool is they weren't selling not for resale copies. Like yeah, Synapse and shit like that, they give you like straight up retail looking versions, right? Or doesn't have any mm. other. But still, code of ethics. <laughs> he was getting double free and making profit off one. So I was pissed on a couple of levels. A, because you're ruining a reputation with these people I'm trying to be friendly with <laughs> that I were working to have a relationship with. And B, you're fucking selling what should have been mine, bitch. And uh, I, he gave me, I can't remember what he had. There was, oh, I got he, the only thing he had left where he still had a double of was intruder. I'm like, give me that fucking shit, bitch. I literally was pissed. I'm like, give me that fucking intruder. And I lost Frankenhooker. He had just, because I think maybe he was bragging about selling Frankenhooker. I'm like, uh, I just saw Frankenhooker in your collection. How did you sell it too? And that's where it was exposed. I'm like, that was my Frankenhooker, you fucking cock. I still don't own it. Fuck boy. Yeah, it really pissed me off, man. He didn't really know how the game worked. <laughs> like, Yeah. D- d- am I the only one that that fucking flat top reminds me of Vanilla Ice? They ever remake this movie? Give Vanilla Ice to fucking rock that flat top you used to rock. No, here's the part though. The flower. Yeah, see, he uh, he sees her like throwing stuff in the water or something, and then he gets confused and he he like he's just playing and he throws her in the water and she ends up drowning. But they cut out like the scene where he he's playing and throws her in the water and it's just implied and you see her dead body later and it just made it look worse they're fucking retarded oh look at that fucking bulge damn maybe he does have the cock of a pedophile <laughs> all right i was gonna say something before and we've been all over the place with topic you i never actually answered your question about the music i like listening to hell yeah i like listening to soundtracks i like to use like listening to the john carpenter soundtracks uh, and even his lost, his like, what are they lost soundtracks? Those albums he put out where they were just unused themes, lost themes. Those are good. Mm-hmm. And I do like typo negative during Halloween. I like, um, I listen to Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Let's see if we got a version where they inserted the the scene back into the movie. Oh, let's see. I guess we'll find out right now. 
Look at him. He don't know. He know not what he do. I'm surprised you haven't made any mental instability. Yeah, they put it back in this version. Oh, shit. Shit. <laughs> and she, she really couldn't swim. Is it? How deep is it? Like, he looks like he threw her two feet. Surely. Yeah. The water usually don't work like that. It usually yeah. kind of fucking goes down. I'm pretty sure she could stand up. Yeah. Uh, so This is a different kind. They live on a crazy island. Well, he's got a heart because he's freaking out. He's like, what did I do? What did I do? Why did I do that, though? And so is that what causes the lynching and the torches and all that shit, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Look at these guys. They know how to party. They're who you want to hang out with, which reminds me, the fucking wedding. That was donk. Yeah, you just got back from uh, your buddy's wedding. How'd that all go? You and Mac went too, right? You know what's funny? is fucking, I'm on my way there, and Mac's like, so you want to get high? And I'm like, don't forget to bring a towel. I'm like, no, man. Well, I'm gonna, you see, he fucked that up. I was like, fucking, this fucking asshole, Mac. Yeah, we were supposed to get high for the first time on the show. I ain't gonna let that happen. So then I get there. We all meet. We all meet at this bar that's in the hotel, and fucking uh, we're hanging out. And then I don't know where uh, fucking me, Mac, we go go outside for a second, and he's like, "You want to do uh, weeds with me and Mac?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Damn it! You know what? When am I gonna get the chance to do this again? Fuck yes! Let's do it! And uh, you're gonna get that story on uh, <laughs> it, it did. It did turn out uh, great." You'll you'll get that though. I gotta hype it. It's gonna you be a you can't tease us. Scumbags five, baby. You, you can't tease us with that, man. You can't give us anything. Um, uh, fucking uh, existentialism, uh, existential fucking crisis. I'll give you that. Question: We're three we're three weeks ahead. Is the scumbags gonna be already out by now? I have no clue. Because we are a few weeks ahead. If you decide you can tell us, you know, let us know. Because I was all Jones, and I thought we were gonna get a story, and you fucking just cockwalked all of us. Left us with some blue ones. Yeah, we decided it's gonna be the fucking whole plot of Scumbags Five. Ah, uh, was it like a fucking hangover situation with weed? It was fucked up. Did you get paranoid? Were you sweating like a slave in Debo's chicken coop? You'll find out, baby. Fucking a man. <laughs> That's bullshit, man. Oh yeah, and it's it, gonna be dark. People listening to us right now are pissed at you. Exactly. But now they can uh, take some heart in knowing that they're closer to it coming out than uh, you are finding this out. I'm just going to fucking get him to tell me when we stop recording. Whatever. <laughs> no. So wh- besides the fucking freak out, I'm sure you had. It's just do people really get super paranoid from that shit anymore? I imagine you had a bad reaction to it or something. <laughs> It, it, let's just say I, it happened at fucking that time it was just fine but then the, like the next day whenever the wedding was actually happening we tried we did it again and just when we happened to do it something crazy happened and that just fucking was just the sour grape that kicked off the whole fucking trip and it it, it was not fun the whole trip wasn't fun the whole the not the trip the as trip, in me the, going there. The trip trip. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Well, how was the the trip itself outside of you getting high and the shit you won't tell us? It was donk. Yeah. What all did you guys do? Just the wedding or did you guys have any uh, after festivities? Did you guys do anything? Where was it at, by the way? Uh, it was close to Chicago. 
Yeah, so we ate pizza every night that week. Oh, yeah? And I didn't gain weight, which is fucking weird. Yeah. Just keep an eye on it, though, man. As long as, like, as long as you can tell, like, what makes you put on a pound or something, you can easily go back from that. So just experiment a little bit. The key is to just not fucking allow yourself to go off the deep end. I think a lot of times people have, like, a trigger in their head. Like... Mm. It's it's not about eating cake. It's not even about, I mean, a cheat week can be fucking bad. Even a cheat week, you're going to put on a couple of pounds. You can come back from that. As long as you know, oh, I'm going to go on vacation for a week, and when I come back, it's done. I'm going back to BAU, business as usual. Some people, they fucking flick that switch, and it, like, triggers their cravings all over again, and they just fucking go into this downward spiral. So, as long as you can avoid that. See, I didn't plan on uh, eating pizza, but it was like, oh, yeah, we'll be close to Chicago. So I assumed, yeah, we probably will. And knowing uh, fucking Mac and his family, it'll probably be every night. So I was ready for it. So what? So Mac's mom and everything went to? Hell yes. My mom was supposed to go. I'm concerned about Mac's health, man. Why does he eat fucking pizza and shit every night? Just whenever it's a special occasion. Oh, okay. But he seems like the kind he seems like the kind of guy that eats top ramen and t- pizza rolls and shit every night anyway. Stuff even shit like that. Stoner food? Yeah, he eats like bachelor stoner food. Hell yeah. I get it. It's affordable and stuff, but that shit's gotta be terrible for you. Mac, he's getting to be the age where like cholesterol and all that stuff's actually gonna be a topic. Mm-hmm. It is. It just comes out of nowhere. And it, like and he's like what, thirty, thirty one? Yeah, something like that. I'm 33. Yeah, in the last couple of years, it's finally become a topic. Like, oh, you need to watch your sodium. You need to make sure you're getting enough uh, good cholesterol. Eat more of this. Stay away from red meat. Really, lo- holy fuck! It's like that stuff. Now it actually makes a difference. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's no fun, man. That's why you don't want to live too long. Die young. Live fast. Die young. It's funny though because enjoy it. If you guys are. Okay, I don't imagine any small children are listening to us right now. And if you are, please hide in your closets. <laughs> Do not go near Zach. Uh, but if you're in your late teens or your early 20s, enjoy it. Because there's something about hitting the 30 mark where, where things do kind of start changing a little bit. Um, I, I swear to gosh, man, my, my, my your joints are going to hurt a little more. Uh, now. Okay, so I've always been big into stretching and all that stuff, especially if you work out, but it's now a requirement. It doesn't mean I really had to dude. When I wake up in the morning, every morning, my lower back, especially feels stiff as fuck. My joints are stiff as fuck and I will hurt until I get up and I do stretches in the morning. And once I do my stretches, I get out and I do all these weird twists and all this stuff like a little bitty, like five minute yoga sesh, basically. Then I feel great. It's every morning, man. Sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and my fucking uh, hip will be hurting real bad. I'll have to roll over on the other side. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it just it just starts happening. Uh, mm-hmm. every, everything, and I, even when I was like 27, 28, 20, 28, I was fine. I felt like limber as fuck and nothing ever hurt. And, but just something about a few years, it just does it. And uh, it's just the way it is. Things hurt a little more. And I think maybe if you you hurt yourself, you injure yourself, it's just going to take longer to heal the older we get. Mm -hmm. Like my tendonitis, I'm dealing with tendonitis, right? And I'm hopefully on the fucking downslide of it, but I've been dealing with it since January and it's not 100% yet. And I can only think that if this would have happened to me when I was 25 or 26, I would have been healed in a fucking month. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'm doing all the shit I'm doing. I went to physical therapy. 
for a couple of months and I graduated that program, but I'm still at home doing my exercises throughout the day. I'm fucking uh, massaging it with little tool. I'm still doing all this bullshit every day and I'm still not healed. It's fucking nuts, man. Mm. But yeah, I fucking, uh, weddings can be pretty depressing. I noticed. How so? The obvious stuff, or what? Maybe I can't speak for you, but like just uh, being uh, bombarded with all the fucking constant like emotional flashbacks of friends come and gone and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, and just uh, it is the, the signifying an end of an era, right? When yeah. you're when your buddy, maybe you guys are high school, maybe you and Lucas and and Mac didn't all hang out for a long time anyway, right? Because mm-hmm. professional, he went off and did his professional stuff. You guys don't live in the same place, so you're kind of already conditioned for that separation but something about a wedding just like puts the nail in it it lets you know hey it's real it's mm-hmm. it's official it's not coming back yeah it's it's kind of weird man but you don't have to let that define it though because riverman got married a long time ago and uh actually riverman were and i were inseparable and i moved from nebraska when i was 16 so even from when I was 16, it changed drastically and I was visiting once a year. And then over time, he got with his now wife and him and his now wife, they've been together since they've been together for like 13 years. They were based. They lived together. They were basically married for fucking 10 years right before they got married. And uh, you just kind of accept it. You accept how life yeah. is. Now, I, I talk to Todd. We text every now and again. We text every couple of days. We're in communication. We chat on the phone. You know, once every couple few weeks and, you know, I visit him when I can. It's it, it works out fine. I'm just as busy as he is, you know, mm-hmm. I remember was, since I was a little kid, I always like thought thought that about weddings, even though I don't hate weddings. But like, yeah, I always thought they, they kind of get depressing. I hate the service. Yeah. And I, I, I remember every time I'd be sitting there after and like, you know, their best friend goes up and gives a speech. I'm like, I don't want to give a speech. I fuck. I'm, I'm afraid of people. I'm like, I would see it. This makes me never want to have a best friend. So like for the rest of my life, I'm going to, I'm not going to be best friends with anybody. I'm going to keep them, you know, we can only be friends, you know, yeah. you get too close. I'm going to push you away because yeah. I don't want to be sitting up there talking at your fucking wedding someday, bitch. Yeah, I got you. Well, it's a pain. In the- <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking joking, but no, let me, let me tell you something. It's a pain in the ass being asked to be in a wedding. Mm-hmm. So I don't like weddings as it is. I just don't, man. So and then when and then when somebody asks you to be in the wedding, it's like fuck. You're giving me obligation now, and 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 you got to pay for the fucking tuxes. You got to pay for all this bullshit, and and, you, and now you have to commute. Like you have to go out of town, wherever the fuck it is. Lucas, Lucas gave Mac the easiest job, and Mac still usher. Yeah, Mac still was just like sitting down looking at looking at his phone and stuff. There's a, there's a point wherever. Uh, the lady was like yelling for where's what I, I gotta fucking cut that she was like where's mac though where's mac and uh, we all just started laughing we're like he's he's sitting over there with a bunch of people just on his phone <laughs> nowhere near where people were coming in and he was he was an usher right <laughs> what did, were you in the wedding no okay thankfully oh so so you guys weren't like is that weird when you're not asked to be in the wedding or is it just uh was it is it just the hierarchy like uh probably like the best man was someone like his brother like people that are unbudgeable Yeah like uh for, I knew Lucas because of like I was friends with uh Max friends so uh, and I knew him way less so Gotcha I didn't expect to be in it 
dude at Riverman's wedding, Lush tried to give a speech, and it was the most cringy fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Lush, he, uh, and it's funny because his my mom was sitting with Todd's parents, right? And my mom gave me sort of, I was up there because I was in the wedding. I'm up there at the big table, but my mom was kind of giving me the relay. And she's like, dude, his fucking dad was like, <laughs> my mom said his dad, Todd's uh, stepdad said, if that motherfucker doesn't get off the fucking stage and shut up, I'm going to go up there and kill. Because Lush, not only did he ramble on for fucking ever, he made it about himself. The entire speech was about himself. And he somehow got a shameless plug in there, too. <laughs> About his <laughs> shitty fucking movie. Because this was after our blow up. I when when Riverman's wedding happened, I hadn't he talked promoted to promoted his movie at wedding. <laughs> I haven't talked to fuck at this point. I, I was actually concerned about going there and seeing him and stuff like that. Dude, I I I kept my distance hardcore. Like because Lush was there, I didn't partake in any festivities. Like they got a party bus and all that bullshit, you know? You know, mm-hmm. they did all the stuff that the guys do. Dude, I I didn't do it. I ran stag and I just met them. Like, I'll meet you at the chapel. I'll meet you there. And uh, just because I didn't want to be around that bullshit. And uh, yeah, this guy went on and on and on about himself. And he got a shameless fucking plug in there too. And then he started talking about his own relationship with his fucking fiance as a girlfriend at the time. And then like, I think she was even like rolling eyes at him. Like, dude, get shut the fuck up. You are just, this is, this is so terrible. And you're humiliating me. And then he sensed the look or whatever that she was giving her the vibe. And he looks at her in the middle of this ramble and says, uh, you better watch out. Like you won't be next. Like for a marriage. Like what the fuck? It turned into a train wreck. And, uh, it was great. And, and, and they delegated, they delegated him. No, he wasn't scheduled to give a speech. He wasn't supposed to. Everything's planned out. He fucking grabbed the mic and thought he was doing this fucking jubilant. Ding, ding, ding. no, you're not supposed to make a speech, asshole. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. Riverman and I still talk about that night. See, he was he was probably drunk out of his mind at the time because that's the only time you'll you'll be like confident enough to like I can give a speech just off the top of my fucking head. I don't need anything. If anything, he was like lubed up enough to be confident, but he didn't seem drunk. You know what I mean? He probably had a couple in. It was a wedding. It was the after party, right? So surely he'd been drinking, but mm-hmm. he wasn't fucking wasted or anything else. He had just enough in him. To give him the confidence to sit there and go off on this fucking ramble sesh, but it was it was cringy, man. It was funny. Should have filmed it. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I'm sure somebody did. I mean, dude, you'll never. Okay, so I can't tell this story either. I'm gonna tease you guys too. But if Riverman would ever fucking come on the show again, he would have his own story to tell. I can't tell River stories because basically. What happened the night of that, uh, that, the after party, the reception, all that shit, after the speech? Okay. What happened after that, dude, I already had reasons at that point to never talk, want to talk to Lush again. But Riverman was kind of still keeping it together. He was still in the wedding, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened after the ceremony and after that little party and stuff like that, what Nate did, let's just say that's what... Uh, made Riverman never want to associate with him ever again. Did it have something to do with the speech? That, no, but that was, but once you kind of like stack up everything that happened that night concerning him, it just, it didn't help. But no, that was, it's just like the whole thing about, no, there was a fucking event that happened that was just, you son of a bitch. (laughs) He did, he did some shady ass shit. Let me just tell you, it, it is, 
it's an act in, a, in an event like this of what he did that makes him epitomize scumbaggery. Like he is, he bleeds sleaze through and through. Yeah, uh, we we get off on uh, to calling ourselves scumbags. Would uh, Mac and Zach associate with them after this? That's how you know if it was well, too far. You guys joke about. It. I don't know. Mac's kind of a dog. Like he fucks a lot of chicks, but he no no dude. This is like sleazy. Like you don't want to really be like this sleazy shit. <laughs> you don't really want to be a sleaze in real life. You want to joke about it, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just. The guy, let's just say when the guy starts, he did get progressively more loaded throughout the night. And let's just say this is a guy that when he drinks, he gets in trouble. He does fucking fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, case in point, when my mom came and visited, because my mom loves Todd and Riverman, all that stuff like that. She came down and visited and we all went to a show. And uh, I've told you this story, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. And f- big surprise. It's Megadeth. And you can make your jokes. <sighs> <laughs> but anyway, my mom loved Megadeth too. River, my Lush, he fucking was uh, digging for a handout, and my he took advantage of my mom being very generous. And uh, I knew exactly what he was doing, and I kept trying to give my mom the cues, like "Don't fucking, don't do it, don't do it." And she and she told him she'd buy a ticket. We fucking go to this thing. This motherfucker gets like not even a drink in him, and he's fucking hitting on my mom and shit. <laughs> we're at, we're all there, and he's fucking trying to like. He's really being inappropriate. Inappropriate. Oh, no. Yeah, it's like inappropriate, uh, physically inappropriate and all this shit, making everybody uncomfortable. He's just a piece of shit, dude. Uh, and let's just say he's been known for that to go into further stages when more booze is involved. You know, yeah. different things happen. But yeah, he's he's those, a, those people. Are, those people weird me out to begin with. He's a like, great. Why, why are you doing that? Like, chances are you're not going to be able to get a boner anyway. You're just doing this to entertain yourself. He's fucking creep. Anyway, let me go ahead and read some comments. We're at the end of this flick here. Uh, on Friday the 13th, part six, Jason lives commentary. T. Burtis Thoracus says, I love how you're speculating on the new Child's Play movie, which I surprisingly enjoyed more than I expected I would. Um, I think he ended up commenting on the Child's Play. I think it's the irony that he listened to it and we were talking about it. That's how fast movies come out today, mm-hmm. right? It's like Jason six. I, that was when they were buzzing about, hey, it's going to be made. Ooh, let's chat about it. That movie's already fucking out on Blu-ray and shit. We've already seen it, done cinema enemas on it, commentaries for it. It's crazy, man, the turnaround rate. Uh, Child's Play, BTM commentary, the 2019 Child's Play. Spencer M. says, I didn't mind it. I respect they didn't they did, that they did not do a carbon copy remake and actually change things up a lot. Uh, nothing will top the original two, in my opinion, but it's fun to see a different take on the character and story. This is coming from a 29-year-old lifelong fan of the series, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much in agreement with you, Spencer. Mm-hmm. It's it's something different. It wasn't trying to be the originals, because then it would have been a fucking just dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. This is the... I know it's not labeled on there, but this is a vault episode. I don't think it's labeled on there. Uh, Ishmael Premier. Premier. Uh, he says the infamous H5 commentary and released on my birthday. The universe has truly gifted me. That's very flattering. Uh, I ended up having some discourse with him, you know, chatting about it. Did you listen to that episode at all? No, I, I can't bring myself to it. <laughs> and that's exactly what I was saying to him. I was, like I said, I was, I was having a combo with him in the comments and, um, I was telling him it's one of those things where I personally don't want to listen to it just because I have I experienced it. It was my thing and it's got personal stuff, so I don't like it. But 
I'm not going to let that affect the fact that somebody else would probably like it. It's the equivalent to everybody slows down to watch a car wreck, right? Mm-hmm. So the guy in the car is having a fucking terrible day, <laughs> but everybody else is going to watch. So we didn't want to deprive people of that. William Lauer, he chipped in and said, greatest birthday gift ever as well. And uh, hell yeah. Happy birthday, Bible. I was trying to Ishmael. Yeah. Happy birthday. I was trying to say, look, I have my things about it, but you'll probably have a good time. And he was basically saying, I'll believe it when I hear it, dog. He's like, how bad could it be? I'm in for a good old time, he said. So, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys liked it. I won't listen to it. I just can't bring myself. How was it? You listened to it? Yeah, I laughed at it. Why wouldn't I, though? I was the one making the jokes. I laugh at my own jokes. Yeah, fuck it. It's, how how uh, deep into the flick were we when I walked out? Um, you know, what's funny is I was like, I was like, uh, man, I'm excited to hear what it was I said that made you leave. And you know what it was? What? I said, you said something like, man, it's like, I'm not even here. I was like, yeah, why don't you just go fucking leave? We don't need you. <laughs> so what I said was just, I told you. To- and I quietly left. I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that. I was like, that, I didn't think that was what I said. Well, and that, that kind of goes hand in hand with the comment I think we got from Josh James later. I have, I, where he's basically saying, what the fuck? I thought it was going to be a big blow up. And he just, oh, we'll get to it. Uh, King Skeleton, he, he uh, commented on the H5 as well. That one got a lot of comments. He said, uh, King Skeleton, I'm going to get some pumpkin beer and fire this up tonight. From that intro, it sounds like a good time. See, I'm glad we made the intro for, I'm glad we do intros for shit like that so people understand the context and it's not like, holy fuck, their relationship went south fast. What happened? <laughs> um, but, uh, and also Bradley Taylor, he says on the H5, you know what's funny? I did a Halloween 5 commentary last night. This movie is so underrated. Yeah, I'm fucking dying. That's so hilarious. Uh, no, the movie is shit. That movie is not underrated, Bradley. What are you thinking? It's not good. It's not good at all. This movie causes divorces. Didn't you listen to it? Did you listen to that commentary? It causes abortions to happen. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you're pregnant, it's going to cause a miscarriage. Don't watch it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, it causes fathers to disown their gay kids. It just does terrible things. Don't listen to it. Don't watch it. Exactly. Uh, let's see here. Uh, no, should, are we? We're really reading exploited cinema comments, right? Because obviously, there's no new ones. Yeah, I'm gonna. Re- yeah, you can. Yeah, I'm gonna read them. Why not? Uh, so, because you guys recently put out Savage Streets 1984 commentary. Uh, King Skeleton, he must be an old school fan. He said thank you for that and uploading it. Also, Bradley Taylor, he got in on the action for Savage Streets, and he says, "I hope you listened to Danny Steinman's commentary. He did a great job on that one." No. Oh yes, I did. Uh, did you really? I got that DVD. Okay. okay. Hard to get for a while. Yeah. And they reprinted it. Did it ever get a Blu-ray release or no? I don't know. Maybe. I've never seen it. Todd loves the movie. You love the movie. I know a lot of people love it. I've never watched it. It's donk. Todd, Todd fucking, God, I think he sold it. He sold all, he sold his Savage Streets one sheet he had framed. It was really fucking beautiful. I actually got all the Savage Streets uh, posters, all the different versions of it. Yeah, I finally uh, bit the bullet and got a whole bunch of frames, and I'm going to hang up some uh, one sheets I have. Uh, I don't have a whole lot. I've, I'm really going to just go for quality over quantity, and like the ones I really want are really expensive. Obviously, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, I, I love Rocky. Oh, I'll settle for Rocky Four. It's much cheaper. From this moment forward, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get fucking Nightmare in Elm Street Five because it's twenty bucks rolled. No. If I wa- if I really want to waste wall space, I'm going to get the one I fucking love. If I did, mm-hmm. for example. Uh, right now I've got, what do I have? 
I've got Rocky three, Rocky four, which I do love the Rockies. I, it actually works out really well when I actually love the sequels because they're cheap. They're always, you know, mm-hmm. it's whatever. Uh, Rocky three, Rocky four. I've got Rambo three, four, and I got Rambo five because the movie's brand new, you know, go on eBay and you got all the people that work at the fucking theaters that they get extras and they just pitch them on eBay. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and these are ones that are never used. Like they don't quite actually make it out on the floor. So, um, what else do I have? I have Amityville two is a great example of I, a movie. I maybe like even better than the first one. And it's the cheap ass one. It only costs mm-hmm. like 20 bucks and I like it better. Um, fuck. I know I've, Oh, Todd, he sold me his trick or treat rolled pristine, um, you know, Skippy 1986 poster. Mm-hmm. And that's a great example too, because nobody gives a fuck about that movie. So it's not a cheap, it's not an expensive poster at all, but I fucking love it as much as an evil dead poster. Right. Which mm-hmm. I don't think any of the evil dead movies are cheap. Evil dead one and two are both really expensive. And I'm pretty sure army of darkness is too. That's one of those mm-hmm. series where all three of them are kind of held in equal regards. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, so I'm going to start decorating my home and, putting some of that shit up somewhere. I'm going to find wall space. Uh, probably the entire upstairs. Of my house is going to look like a fucking marquee, but whatever. All right. So uh, Halloween five as well. William Lowry, you got your fucking take in here. He says, I don't know why Aaron is ashamed of this commentary. This commentary is amazing. I imagine he said it like you. Amazing. Amazing. He's probably ashamed. <sighs> See, now he's taking, look, he's trying to be a troll like you. I get it. He's influenced. He listened to the episode. He's getting it. He's probably ashamed because he couldn't handle the awesomeness of Mac and Zach. If he had just stripped his clothes off and turned that fan of his on, things would have been fine. But no, he couldn't handle it. He'd rather work out while listening to Megadeth, knowing he'll never be as good as Mac and Zach. Man, fuck you, motherfucker. That was dog. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty good comment. That's definitely uh, he's working on. It. He's trying to tap into the Zach voice. And that is 100% a comment Zach would say, leave. That's exactly how Zach sounds. So you've, you've tapped into that voice. So kudos. Uh, let's see here. Uh, hap- oh, no, I'm not going to read that. Jason X commentary. T-Bird is Thoracus. Uh, he says, oh, boy, it's the big one. It sucks on so many levels. It does. See, T-Bird we can get behind you, man, because you know when a bad movie shit. You're not over here saying Halloween 5 is underrated and stuff and Jason X is underrated. No, you're like, hey, you call a spade a spade. A movie's ass. Right. And plus, we got to get behind you to make sweet, sweet love to you. Okay. Uh, speaking of sweet, sweet love, Zach, we're going to wrap up uh, Halloween 5 uh, comments here and the rest of our comments with H5. We got some Mendoza comments. All right. I, he leaves timestamps. I'm not going to play him. I think we can put it together. But at 1851 of that commentary, I, they don't mean anything to me because I, I it's been so long since I've heard that commentary. He says, I would totally let Mac and Zach fuck me. I'm assuming at the Hell same yes. I'm assuming at the same time. That's the sweet, sweet love you were referencing, I'm sure, a minute ago. He also Hell says yes. he elaborates, unfortunately. I would have Zach fuck my ass while Mac <laughs> fucks my mouth. Spit roast me, baby. That's dog. <laughs> at twenty fifty three, he says, Thank you, Aaron, for giving me that visual of your sticky, sweaty body. Uh, <laughs> Grandma, I hope you're not listening to this. Uh, at 5338 and 5540, he says, LOL, I love Aaron screaming like a madman. What is that? I don't See, I don't know. I, I haven't heard it so long. And when you started getting pissed off and you started yelling, you started snapping at oh. us. <laughs> Maybe I should fucking listen to it then. Uh, Aaron, you have a, he's like, what do you say? This is basically a Mac and Zach episode, he says. It was. That was the whole fucking point of me losing my shit. I'm like, I was losing all control of everything. I'm like, look, what's the point of having Mac and Zach? 
and this show if you guys are just gonna fucking steamrail this shit into a magazine so i felt really overwhelmed and i it was just a straw that broke it man i had been dealing with this all month we were doing like fucking three episodes a week and i was dealing with this non-stop and zach he fucking starts fraying at the ends kind of like jack torrance he was just fucking going bananas but you know all work and no play makes jack a, a, a troll zach a troll boy and it was just making him fucking go off the ends like that. And I was becoming more of this guy that wanted to choke people out. I was I was being the postal guy, the guy that was going to go nuts. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, this is basically a Mac and Zach episode. Aaron, you have a thick skin dealing with Troll Zach 5000. It depends on how you interpret it. Zach, on the other hand, thinks I don't because I fucking walked out. It's funny. You're saying, but I think I agree with you. I think I had quite the threshold. The fact that it took me that long to fucking have enough of the shenanigans. It was crazy. I think it should be awarded. Uh, Feline Fatale on the H5. Uh, she says, Zach asking Aaron if he would sit on Jamie's face until he come. And Max laughing at that. She's like dying laughing at that. And then she quotes. I don't know who said this. Was it me or Mac? Quote, it doesn't work that way for guys and you're fucked up. That sounds like Mac. You said that. I said that. Okay. <laughs> Because I just didn't know how to fucking take your jokes anymore. I was just trying to diffuse all your fucking jokes. Like, no, you're fucking dumb. Shut up. Uh, And I don't know. I feel like I have to listen this time. At 5338, she just says all caps. Hey, I'm confused. Do we do we make a joke about women or something? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to listen to that. I'm going to read uh, the last comment. Then I'm actually going to pull that one up because I got to know the context. I remember I did make a really f- a f- a goofy joke for me, like <laughs> over the top. I'm, I'm going to listen to it here in a sec. Let me read the last uh, Mendoza comment here. Uh, Halloween H5 again at the hour 26 mark. I'm glad you guys got my pick. You guys never let me know that you received those picks. What is he talking about? Oh, I don't know. Was that the, the shirt? When he got the, well, that would have been uh, years years before we made the shirts. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he also says one hour, 35 minute mark of 45 seconds. Wow. Aaron sounds awesome. What? Like Todd's cool? Todd's cool. Like, what do you mean? Todd's cool. Was it me? Yeah. Was it me freaking out? Hour and 35 minutes. I wasn't even on this fucking shit at this point, right? I was gone. Maybe that's a troll then. Hey, Mac and Zach, can you send me those pics you took? That's what he says. I guess you took some fucking pics that he's referencing on that old commentary. Oh yeah, that's whatever. I was like, get on here. I'm gonna take a picture of my dick and send it to you. I took a picture of my ass. Oh, oh, oh. We were laughing because you could see like dried fucking toilet paper crusties in the picture. That's disturbing as shit. Okay, so I am going to pull these up. Give me a second because I feel like I got to listen to a couple of these because I need context here. Uh, give me just a second to pull it up. Now, you guys are great, man. Especially, it really looks like a lot of you guys listen. You guys stuck that whole fucking commentary out. Thank you. Um, I know I couldn't do it. <laughs> hey, don't play. All right. So, now we're going to elaborate. I'm going to start with uh, Feline Fatale. I did. Fuck, I, hey, he already asked him. Hey! <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Because I was losing my shit, man. Uh, it's so funny listening to it, listening to me not knowing that you're being serious. Because I think you're joking. That's well. That's that's when it separates. Like, okay, I'm maybe I'm, I do have autism. I can't read social cues very well. Well, that's that should be. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what it was taken. Like, okay, I have to fucking yell because he is not fucking getting those cues right. All right. <laughs> so let me see the 120. Now Mendoza, hour 26 mark. When he talks about, I'm glad you guys got my pick. You guys never let me know. Here's what he said. 
Shit, I'm gonna start doing it. Pictures of Adrian's dick. Yeah, cause I got it. And it's perfect, <laughs> And if you don't answer your door, we're gonna TP your house. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it was a joke. Gotcha. Now this is what I need. Uh, the one thirty-five forty-five. I have a feeling it's more of me fucking yelling. But I think I was no. That this is ten minutes left of the pot. I bet you one of you motherfuckers is doing an impression of me. Oh. Like answering for me, right? Or did you plug in some fucking Stephen Hawking bullshit on this one too? I don't know. Let's see. I got a recording of him sucking my dick though. The last. Here, let's play it real quick. That's what. Yeah, I was convinced. Sucker. <laughs> I, that, that's what I was still convinced that you were just sitting there listening to us and I was trying to say crazy stuff to get you to stop me. Well, so there's only 10, 10 minutes left of the podcast from that point. What At what point did I walk out? Was I there for most of it? Oh, uh, I remember it just blew by. Once you like, I remember after you left, it seemed like we were only there for like another five minutes, but it wasn't like, yeah, it was weird. The way I remembered it was way different. Yeah, well, I, I maybe, maybe I am on most of it then. I don't know. So if I'm on most of it and I'm only like omitted from like 20 minutes, then it probably is a pretty good commentary where it all blows up to this big climax. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Thank you guys for listening to it and uh, suffering through it. And uh, for anybody that liked it, thank you. And I'll try not to lose. Daddy will try not to lose his temper anymore. It scares the kids, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to raise my hand to mommy anymore because that's what I was doing on that episode. Zach is mommy, by the way. Um, but anyway, thank you guys. And make sure if you guys aren't already subscribed to things like YouTube, do that and hit the notification bell. So you see all of our videos. Um, if you don't want to just check back frequently and keep in touch, it'll help you keep up to date with our October exploitation because Zach and I, uh, not only we're doing this universal thing, we're, uh, the goal here, we're doing more than four. Cause I know like, for example, this week in real time, we're recording more than one, right? So we're getting really ahead of the game so we can have a big robust October for you. Um, I would like to try and do a cinema anima for the month, but maybe, maybe it'll have to be for, you know, posting after in November, but uh, thank you guys. And if you guys aren't already check out the links in the YouTube videos, because they'll take you over to uh, podcast services where you guys can leave feedback, leave star ratings uh, on uh, things like Apple podcasts, Stitcher, Google play, Spotify, all that stuff helps us out a lot. And uh, it's really convenient to have access to us in your pockets uh, on those apps. Uh, if you like to go and get your fitness on, go out for walks. It's fall time, man. Everybody likes taking walks outside in the fall. I like taking nighttime walks all the time. Listen to podcasts. Can't do that with the YouTube app. Uh, if you guys want to support the channel, we got links to our Teespring. Uh, they're uh, definitely in the YouTube videos as well. We got sh- uh, shirts for Mac is Save the World, this show, BTM. We've got uh, Revival House Network shirts. Uh, we got Cinema Anima shirts. Uh, purchasing that stuff kicks us back a nice chunk of chains from each uh, sale. So that helps us out a lot. Um, other than that, make sure you guys are also following us on social media. Because if you're listening to this right now, we're knee deep in the giveaways. Right. Cause I'm trying to, I'm trying to do the math here. I think we're in the third week of October by the time this is out. I don't fucking know. Something like that. Maybe second mm-hmm. week. I, I have no fucking clue, but just make sure you guys are following us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, especially, uh, to get the skinny on all that stuff because, uh, you know, want to give you guys something, something cool, man. You guys want some cool shit, don't you? Uh, but that's all we got. Zach, you got anything uh, else you want to say? Do you have anything from Mac and Zach coming up for Halloween? Oh, look out for the scumbags, baby. Yeah. How oh, are we going to do a stream this year, man? Um, if you want, baby. Here's the thing. Did we do a stream last time on Halloween? Um, 
I think so. So I have plans this Halloween, so we can't do a live stream, but maybe we could do Halloween Eve into Halloween, like midnight type of thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe we could work it out. I'm just kind of spitballing here. Uh, maybe if we go off something like Eastern time, that way, you know, three hours ahead of me or in two hours ahead of Zach, we can do something at a certain hour of night. And by the time the movie wraps, it will have crossed midnight somewhere in the country. Right. Mm-hmm. So Zach and I will talk and discuss that, but that'd be pretty cool. Something to sort of cap it off. And that'd be cool to make that a thing. You know, I think we should do live streams at the very minimum on the holidays and stuff like that. But anyway, that's all we got. We appreciate you guys fucking keep in touch. Don't be shy now. Adios. Bye bye, puppets. End of the week at the revival house. Next month's theme, you gotta figure it out. Italian zombies are Polly Shore. I slash it with the knife and the girl next door. And one second in, get it all queued up and ready. Hit play in three, two, one. Bye bye, puppets. Zach Pete in a solo cup band. Goodness, cameras love and Josh and Scott failed and Riverman's bay. Bye-bye, puppets. Sounds good. Like this country used to. I was wondering if my uh, earning statement came in from my last check so I can come pick it up. Thank you. This is Lisa. The number 602 five. Thank you. I'm coming from my earning statement. Fuck it should be there. Thank you. Yeah. That almost sounds vaguely threatening. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm coming for my earnings statement. Hope that you'll be there. That's and then somebody in the background, yeah.